What's up, Matthew Freeman Show listeners? Thank you for coming back to another episode of the Matthew Freeman Show. I realize it's been a a while since I've been on here to chat about whatever it is that I generally decide to chat about. And that's probably because a lot has been going on. Not only in the world, but in my life as well. And I have chosen to take action on some things, such as continuing education in the fitness world that is deriving a lot of my time. Business is growing. I also decided to take action on a few other miscellaneous things, such as entering the world of dating, which also takes some time, is what you learn. And, uh, you know, it's all been good stuff. But I never want to forget about those of you that come to the show to listen to whatever lesson that I may or may not be thinking about that I want to impart upon you. Not because I think I'm some magical guru or teacher, although I do believe that I was born to teach but because I like to share the things that I learn in hopes that maybe, just maybe, one of you that's listening finds some value, and that value leads to a better day, a better moment, a better relationship, whatever it may be for you. So without further ado, I'd like to jump into today's episode. Today's episode is super special to me because I've done a lot of episodes. I've done some that have introduced you to my father, things that I learned from my father, things that I took away from the, the bad and the good of the relationship with my father. And then I've done episodes that make mention to my mother at some point, but my mother has been the rock in my life. She has been the one who raised me. She has been the one to show me the way. And good, bad, or indifferent, she has always been the one by my side offering some level of advice or condolences. She's the one that's picked up the pieces every time they've broke. She's the one that has constantly had belief in me to do something good for the world amongst us. But most of these lessons that I'm going to share with you today, 10 of them, are just lessons that I learned or took away literally from observation. So let's just get to it because, you know, time is, you know, in theory, we're supposed to have more time with uh, shelter in place, nowhere to go, fires everywhere, bad air quality. In theory, you should just be sitting in your home with all the time in the world to listen to whatever it is that I want to ramble about. But ultimately, I'm encouraged that you don't have all the time in the world. And I also understand that your time is absolutely valuable. It's your most precious commodity. And I wouldn't want to 
have you feeling like you wasted it here. So I want to provide value, get after it, and then get moving. So 10 lessons that I've learned in no particular order from my mom over the years through observation. Let's talk about lesson one. Lesson one is always stand back up. I've watched my mom over the years, and the one thing that she constantly would do was stand back up. I mean, my dad would drain the account down to zero day before rent and come home a mess, argue with my mom all night long, throw plates, break things. We'd have to leave in the middle of the night to go stay with a friend. She'd get no sleep, wake up the next morning, make sure we were where we needed to be, and get back out there trying to figure out how she was going to come up with the rent. So I always had a roof over my head. So my sister had a roof over her head. So that we had a little bit of food on the table. And you would have never known that all of that was happening. You could feel something was happening. But you never really knew specifically. Maybe my sister knew more than I did, but I never felt it. So lesson number one is always stand back up. Number two is a lesson that I think is why we always made it. And lesson two was my mom has shown me it's important to give, give, and give. The way I always try to give, I think, because I have this weird relationship with money in a lot of ways, I've always felt like I try to give my time, and time is money in multiple ways. And so if I give an extra hour here, hour there, it's an hour that I cannot produce income. But what I'm trying to show that individual is that they're worth me spending time with them. And to me, time's very important, so I'm giving you something that I feel is very important. And I've, I've given away other things, material things and money, but my mom, man, she will give the last item she owns, the last penny she has, the saying, you know, that person would give the shirt off their back is so true. My mom was a giver, and because of that, I believe that her life has been fulfilling and that she has had so many good things occur because ultimately, she's given everything that she could give to everybody that I've met and seen. So give, give, give is what I have written down. Number three, your worst day may be someone's best. 
that's another thing my mom always showed me, you know? She's like, you're having a bad day. But what's good about it? And she would help me create perspective around what I assumed felt like a bad day. But ultimately, she would show me that my worst day would be someone's heaven. And we hear this all the time. So this isn't really like earth shattering, but I got to observe it. I got to see this growing up. Got to see it firsthand. And even when we had those days that I described from lesson one, my mom would remind me, hey, we're still super fortunate. We still have each other, clothing, food. That my bad day could have been someone else's best day of their life. And that's always given me perspective. And I think that, you know, if I uh, was humbly speaking arrogantly, if that is a term, I just think that I, I actually, perspective is something that I am generally pretty good at creating for myself or for those that I'm around, you know, let's take a broader look at this. Number four, hobbies, have hobbies. You know, I didn't really realize this growing up and I watched my mom and it just looked like she worked all the time, but you know, cleaning and cleaning and organizing and boxing and structuring but like that actually was a hobby for her and she liked photography so she you know she's always had thousands and thousands of um photo albums old school polaroid 24 millimeter you know uh for the longest time, she took action shots at the Pop Warner and sold them. But she always had these hobbies. And, you know, she didn't really play sports. She didn't do any of these other things. But, like, the reality was, like, she definitely had hobbies. A lot of times her hobbies included trying to do something that can make someone else, someone else's life better, you know? Um, particularly mine, it seemed like all the time, but yeah, she always had hobbies. So have hobbies. Number five, never speak poorly about someone. The, the way that my mom showed me this was when my dad and mom split up and I'll make this one kind of quick, but she never said one single bad word about him. When he was in rehab, she never said one single bad word about him. She'd always say, hey, what happened to dad? Where'd he go? What's wrong? Like, 
why doesn't he love me? And she's, you know, your dad loves you and your dad's doing his best and your dad's an awesome man. She could have absolutely said anything she wanted to say. And I've never met a person that my mom didn't like. She's getting a little older now. I'm going to be honest. As she gets a little older, she's a little bit more selective. And so, I, you know, I've, I've actually heard her recently, like, that person pissed me off or that person's just mean. Um, but it took to, you know, get to almost her 70s to finally get to the point where, you know, she, she's a, a little more opinionated. But ultimately, my whole, whole entire life, I never, ever, ever seen or heard her speak poorly about anyone. And so, you know, I think it's just, you know, everyone deserves a chance. Show them your best. That's super important. Number six, show you care, then be cared for. I mean, what my mom's showed me my whole life is when you take care of others, when you give to others, everything is reciprocated in return. And I think sometimes, you know, we get caught up because maybe it's not reciprocated by the person that you cared for. So we're blinded to the the fact that, like, just because the person that maybe you took care of didn't return that care, that caring for someone doesn't lead to being cared for. But the reality is it's about putting out that good energy. It's about putting out that good vibe. And taking care of others just because it's the right thing to do and then in return you will be cared for and it isn't a direct response from anyone in particular it's literally an action creating a equal and opposite reaction when the time is right for you and so that's why we can't tabulate or keep score you just literally got to Care for people, and then you'll be cared for. Number seven, tomorrow's not promised. She used to tell me that all the time, you know? And by the way she lives her life, that's how I knew she really meant it, right? My mom, you know, isn't necessarily uh, financially savvy, but she's also never really cared about creating some kind of crazy nest egg. She just is so in the moment that she utilizes the funds that she works really hard for to care for the people that she cares for. And that's because she's living for today and knows that tomorrow isn't promised to her. She's determined to live till 100 years old. She said that over and over again. I'm going to live till I'm 100. I'm like, hey, if you're going to pick a number, well, why don't we pick like 115 or something so I can be with you for a long time. But 100 always been her number, and uh, I have no doubt that strong mind will lead her there. But she doesn't live as though she's guaranteed to live to 100. That's just the mindset. And then she lives today for today. Number eight, always show up to work. Oh, man, my mom never misses work. 
she works days and days and days so much so that you know it wasn't until i was 26 years old that we actually had christmas day on christmas morning she worked every christmas she's in the restaurant industry and so you know my mom would do doubles catering shifts on the weekend just always showed up but you know it wasn't always about showing up to the job what we call work it was also about just showing up to work so when you show up put in the work whatever it is cleaning the garage cleaning the house your job didn't matter just show up and so I've always really made it a point to just to make sure I show up, which shows people that you could be counted on. Nine, don't let your secrets kill you. Everyone has them. That's something that she's always told me. It's like, hey, you know what? Everyone has some secrets in their life. It's just the reality. And don't let them eat away at you because it's just part of your life and you don't have to share every little bit. And You can, you know, you don't have to tell everybody everything. It's maybe not their business. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I've, I've, uh, I've kind of gone back and forth. But just say, hey, don't let your secrets kill you. And the reality is what that meant was don't hold on to shame. What's done is done, and you probably did the best you can. That's it. And if you did something, you don't need to regret it. It's part of you. Embrace it. Move forward. The reality is stop judging yourself for the thing that maybe you don't share with everyone. It's okay. And number 10, she's really shown me that life is worth living. And what I mean by that is it's simple. We got to live. You know, worried about what Julie thinks and Ted thinks and Tom thinks and worried about like whether or not we're going to make it tomorrow and whether or not, you know, hey, that person, you know, thinks I look good in red or, you know, that person doesn't think I look good in red. Um, none of that matters. It's your life. And it's worth living. It really is. Because there's some really cool shit out there. So here I sit, you know, on a Monday night in September, while California is burning to pieces, COVID is happening. There's so many reasons that people are like, what the fuck? But life's still good. And it's still worth it. And you're worth it. Number 10 was life is worth living. So I'm going to really quickly summarize this. One, always stand back up. Two, give, give, give. Three, your worst day may be someone's best. Creates perspective. Four, have hobbies. Five, never speak poorly about someone. Six, show you care, then be cared for. Seven, tomorrow's not promised. Eight, always show up to work. Nine, don't let your secrets kill you. Everyone has them. And 10, 
life is absolutely worth living. So I ask one thing from you guys is to go and live life. And I ask one more thing. If you enjoy this show, screenshot it, throw it up on your Instagram story and tag me so that I know people are out there seeing what we're talking about. I really do appreciate it because I honestly, I don't market this show. I don't really put it out there that it exists. But as you guys know, it's a passion project of mine. And I do love to hear, the Leo in me loves to hear that people listened. If no one ever listened, I'd still do it. That's the thing. I would literally sit with my headset on in my house at the end of the day and talk about the 10 things I've learned from my mom. If no one ever heard this because it reminds me to be the best version of myself, which is something I've promised to the people I love and the people that I will eventually love and the people that are in my life. So without further ado, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Remember to share, share, share. I greatly appreciate it. And until next time, that's it for the Matthew Freeman Show.